Welcome everyone to God Talk Uncensored, where no topic is off limits. We use the Bible as a source of truth, and everything we share is from our personal experiences and the Bible. All right, let's do this. Greetings and hello. Welcome to God Talk Uncensored. I've got a great show. Um, It's kind of been ruminating for a bit because uh, there are stages that we go through in our faith journey. And uh, oftentimes we are, we get stuck and start to get a little shaken. It, It happens to everybody. So I had COVID, my wife had COVID and my kind of, it worked through the family for a little bit. I'm negative or fine now. That has nothing to do, by the way, with uh, this, this particular um, God talk. Uh, but you know, life happens on life's terms and uh, we are talking about that. And we're talking about, are you staying on God's journey? Are you staying on God's journey? Here's something really interesting about the Bible, which is significant uh, in comparison to any other religious text or book. The Bible is an account of God's relationship, his interaction with people, his people. And, and so what we get to do is we get to take this, this journey with the stories, not stories, but the biblical accounts of how God and people had this relationship and how they interacted, <clears throat> what it looked like and how it worked. So we're going to talk about one of the key Bible figures, uh, one of the ones that that um, is highlighted, especially for Jewish people, as the father of their faith, okay? Abram, who later became Abraham. Now, here's the thing. Abram, Abraham, I'm going to just say Abraham. Abraham, like uh, each and every one of us, are responsible for the calling or the 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 um, obedience to what God is asking for what God is asking for us to do. So the segment that I'm teaching from, I'm going to do probably a three-part series of this. This is part one. Um, but here's the thing. The Bible, right, is the best teacher because we have an account of how God is actually operating in conjunction with uh, his people, people. And so we get to use these, these um, sort of sort of uh, evidentiary um, explanations of what happened to sort of correlate to our own individual lives. Otherwise, we would just have nothing really to go by. And here's an example. So we we live in a culture, uh, by and large, I call it like the the McDonald's faith, right? We just want to pull up to the window. And we want to order what we want. And then in a very few short steps, we want to just move right into 
the fulfillment of whatever the thing is that we ordered, right? So you pull up to the window, you add, you want a Big Mac, you want a large this and a that, and next thing you know, you pull up and bang, it's there. And so that's how we tend to operate in our faith. And the other part of this is that, it, it, that I know for me is I like the end of the story. I like the destination and not the journey per se, right? And so one of the things that we see uh, in the Bible is that it's all about the journey, but I like the destination. Like if God says, I I have this big uh, thing I want you to do, I'm looking at the the thing, right? Because for for me, the fulfillment is the, the thing. But what God is so interested in is the journey that we go on with him that leads to the thing. But I want the thing. Okay. So we all want the thing. Totally get it. And so here's the, here's the interesting, uh, you know, part, right? So life, uh, as a general rule, happens in, in segments. It happens in seasons. And it happens in chapters. And so we want to go to the end of the book, right? The fulfillment, like the finality. And I get it because I'm the same exact way. And so uh, we're going to read and kind of go over the story of, you know, Abraham and uh, how God worked in and through him and and operated. We're going to use him as an example for our own personal lives. That's exactly what the Bible is for, to take the examples of how God operated in other lives and to say, how is this pertinent or how does this unravel or unfold in my individual life as well? Okay. The book of Hebrews sort of recapture, re, recaptures or reencapsulates some of the uh, some of the things that were taking place in um, you know the we have this 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 passage which is you know often called uh, faith in action or heroes in faith and so we had there's this uh, litany of of individuals who listened to God and did great things and it kind of highlights you know uh, their their. Um, actions or what it was that they did. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to go through and we're going to stay on Abram, Abraham. Here we go. So in uh, Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse eight, it says, by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. Like he didn't know where he he was going. He was just told to go. And so you go back to the original account, right? This is, this is kind of a synopsis of, of all of these people that did great things by faith. You go back to the original account in Genesis, Genesis chapter 12, and here's the call of Abram, Abraham, the call, uh, the call of Abram. The Lord had said to Abram, go from your country your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. So, okay, go, and I'll show you, right? So you're like, okay, but I want a roadmap. I want the the destination. I want the thing uh, that's going to give me all of the answers along the way. But I want those first. This is how we we operate. But this is what happened. So then God gives him uh, what what I call, I wrote this down too, um, the big picture. The revelation of God. He gives him the big picture. And so this is usually what happens to our individual lives is that we somehow get this download of the big picture of what 
God is asking from us or calling us to, we get this big picture and it's like, this is just, you know, like, I want to see all this thing fulfilled, like tomorrow. So you guess what? I'm going to do what God says, because this is going to unravel in the way that I think it should unravel. He's going to lay out a pathway that's very clear. And as I travel down it, I'm going to get there on a Tuesday at 7.15. And all of a sudden, it's going to be like, boom, unraveled. But this isn't the way that 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 life really works for us uh, in faith, right? Because if it did, we would be so predictable or we would have such a predictable outcome that we wouldn't need to trust and rely on God. We would just do the thing with the schedule and and the uh, uh, you know the the vision that we already know is there for us. Okay, so here it is. So the big, the big picture, right? God's big call. He tells him to just go, and then he tells him this. I will make you, oh, this is uh, Genesis chapter 12. Might have already said that. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you and I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. All the people on earth will be blessed through you. That took place through Jesus, by the way, because through his seed, the entire world was blessed. And then this is what happened. So Abraham went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarah, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired from Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. You're too old. The journey's too big. The calling is too great. What do you do? Well, tell you what. You start. In obedience, you start. There are many phases of the journey that we are on in our uh, walk with God. And you can identify for yourself what phase you might be in. Um, There's a lot of things that happen prior to, I guess, the call. And there's a stirring that I, I believe takes place. I know it, it happened for, for me. I think it happens for everybody. Whether we respond or whether we, we cultivate the, that, that stirring inside us is a different story, but it's there. And so share with you my story. How, why am I in Texas? I didn't know anybody in Texas. My wife and I had no relationship with any people, organization, or otherwise reason for us to be where we are today. But there was a stirring, and there was a, an internal call that we knew God was involved in. We knew that um, there was a shift or a change uh, coming. And we didn't know exactly what that meant, but we knew that we needed, uh, when the timing was right and God's voice was clear, that we needed to respond and we needed to go. Um, and by the way, if you're listening to this, not everybody has to physically go, 
A lot of people do. They need to go. Um, but there are other reasons for making the, the, the change or the, um, um, the, to start the journey. And it could be relationship related. It could be job related. It could be, but it has to be something that has a deep spiritual intentional significance for the betterment of his kingdom and your life in God. That's it. We're not talking about, should I buy this car or that car? No, we're talking about the, the thing that God is saying for you to do that is a life mission that has a fulfillment of this bigger picture that God has placed inside you, right? Where he has spoken into you. Didn't have to be audibly anything like that. It's a part of the stirring. It's a part of that, that stage where God is, 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 is telling you in your spirit that something's going to change and something's coming and you need to be ready and you need to be prepared. So during that stirring, there's usually preparation time, right? Where, where you realize and know, I need to start to do some stuff to be prepared for whatever the thing is, right? So that's the stirring part. That stirring part for me was go back to Bible school, right? I wanted to be like John the Baptist, right? This I kind of rogue, you know, uh, camel's hair and wild honey, uh, called by God, so I'll just do the thing. That, that. But for me, God says, no, I want you to go back and 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 go go to school, right? So so I did. So I went back to um, uh, Bible college. And uh, Northwest University in Kirkland, Washington, graduated in 2019, uh, walked the stage, did the whole thing, have a couple credits that, you know, I've worked through to, to, to wrap things up and stuff like that. But God said, go back to school. So I did. Part of the stirring. Now, all of a sudden, right, and, and everybody's lives changed during the pandemic. Totally get that. But what God did for, for, for my wife and I was when the pandemic hit, he says, now is the time. Right. And this happened not just for us, it happened for other people as well. But now is the time. And so, okay, the time for what? What are we talking about, God? But we knew like this was the shift, this was the timing. And um, we, we knew that God was going to call us out and away from the place that we were, were living. We just didn't, we didn't have a great reference point for what, where, and all of that. But we kept feeling and hearing Texas, right? We kept feeling and hearing like uh, we we moved to the heart of the country, moved to a place that that um, you know is in alignment with some values, but moved to a place that you can be a good uh, minister in a major city or near a major city, but far enough away. So we really wrestled, like, where is that? What are we doing? And so God called us to Austin or South Austin, and so you know from Seattle, Washington. Well, why? What, what, what happened? So we ended up just randomly coming to Texas, my wife and I shouldn't say randomly. It was intentional. We came to Texas, uh, flew into Austin and we rented a car and we just drove around and prayed. Is this a thing? Like, we feel like this is what you're doing, but like, is this true? Is this what you want us to be doing? We just drove around and we prayed and we, could we do this? I mean, we don't know anybody, nobody, nobody in Texas, right? We ended up driving around and, and, and coming to a place in South Austin, Hayes County called Dripping Springs and went, wow, 
we just feel the anointing here. We feel this is the right uh, place for us. And uh, so we, you know, so we went home and we prayed and we're like, I think we're going to do this. I feel like this is what we're supposed to do. So we, we, then now, now we're, we're on the move and God is saying, okay, like the story of Abram, your, get your possessions, everything that you've accumulated and all of your people and get ready. I'm like, okay. So the, 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 the thing was we had to sell our home. We ha- I had a business that I was running. We had to figure out, sell the business what do you do with the employees and all the people that you've been uh, 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 in relationship with? You know, uh, there could be hurt feelings, all kinds of stuff. But lo- we knew that God was doing this and God was calling us to to this next stage in this next chapter uh, in our lives. Now, there's a big picture here, right? So there's a, 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 a bigger picture. And so we are in and moving into other phases of the bigger picture. But the first thing was Go. And that's what I'm asking you guys to do. Our, whatever this phase that you're in right now, and you may be in one of these other ones that we're going to talk over the next couple of weeks, but are you operating in obedience and are you willing to say, right, yes, and go. And remember in Hebrews, when I read at the beginning of this, it says, by faith, by faith. He picked up and moved and said yes and started to, started to be obedient, and then God showed him. So the, the point was that he was ready and putting his foot forward, and, and God was supplying all that he needed and everything that, that needed to take place for the fulfillment of what he called him to do. And so where are you in in? this stage? Are you at that place where he's stirring you and you know something's happening? So this is something that's interesting. I, I, uh, uh, I know a number of people who have uh, uh, pointlessness and directionlessness in their life. They just don't have a, they, they don't have any clue. They think, and this is, I think, uh, by and large, the, 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 the problem with most people who are people that don't have faith. They don't have any direction. They have no calling. They believe that, that, that if they catch the carrot that is dangled in front of them, the promise of if you make more money, if you do this next thing, if you buy that next house or car or the next relationship or the next you name it, that that's going to bring you the fulfillment. And the problem with that whole philosophy is when you get that next thing, and, and, and you consume it or you do it or you have it, it only lasts for a short time. And then you have to want or need, you end up wanting more, which, you know, you can never fulfill uh, the, the, the areas of the flesh, the less of the flesh. If you could, then you would stop and you wouldn't need more, right? So my point in saying that is that... Uh, People who struggle with um, anxiety and depression and all of these things, and trust me, I'm not making light of any of that. That was an issue and a part of my life's story in the past, you know, as well. But when you 
when you step out of self and you get into some some directionality where you are uh, moving in the direction that God told you to move, doesn't mean you're not going to be in seasons or valleys where you're like, what the heck? You told me to do this and now I'm here and, and it feels like I don't understand why I'm stuck in this particular spot or whatever. And we're going to talk about that over the next few weeks because that that is something that happens. It's something that happened in the life of Abraham, and he made some really bad choices and made some very, very uh, big mistakes that had lasting consequences that have even fallen into today, right? I mean, we can look at the Middle East, and I'll tell you where the other people came from that are that, that have constantly been in conflict and, and, and war and, and, and difficulty and struggle. But God has a plan, and if we walk out our life according to his plan, we're on a journey that cannot fail. And even when it does fail, the point is we're still on that same journey. We have this belief that we're going to be derailed in some way, and now we're disqualified from the thing that God already asked us to do. Like, he already knew we were going to probably suck at a lot of the stuff we were doing. You know what I mean? So uh, we're going to keep this. I'm going to do probably maybe three. um, But this one is, are you staying on God's journey? Is he stirring you? And are you being obedient to respond to that? Remember, I'm going to read this because this is important. By faith. Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. You don't have to have all the answers. You just have to be obedient and you have to, you have to walk into it. The question that most people have is, what if I'm wrong? What if I feel this way and it's not actually God? Well, that's the bridge between faith and trying to rationalize everything out. Does it make beneficial sense only in the flesh because of how it serves you? Or is this something that you otherwise would never do unless it was something that God was saying to go and do? And I think you'll have to figure that out. And if you step out in faith, God is going to honor that. And he's going to put you right back on the path that he has for you because you're doing it for his purposes, for his call, for his, his in glory of it all. Right. All right. God bless you guys. If you don't know Jesus, make it simple. Ask him to come into your life. I do this every time because one time my wife said, you know, you always got to give opportunity for those who might be listening, who don't know God, who have no, have never asked him to come into their life. So out of uh, respect for that and the fact that it's true, I do this every time. And and here it is. If you don't know Jesus, it's not as difficult as you may think. You don't have to jump through a whole bunch of hoops. He died for you. He loves you. He has forgiven you. You just need to ask for that and accept it and pray that the Holy Spirit of God right? Which he promises. If you do this, pray that the Holy Spirit come into your heart and change your life. And that's all it takes. And if you're a Christian and you're like, dude, 
I want to, I want to do what God asked me to do. He's been stirring you. You have to do the following. Ready? Go start, move and make it happen. Get her done. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you everyone for tuning in to God Talk Uncensored. We appreciate your support and until next time, God bless you.